All right. All right. Good evening and welcome. We want to welcome all of you here. Welcome you that are tuning in, listening to us on Facebook Live and YouTube. Welcome you to Faith Holland Worship Center. I'm Dr. Ray Williams, your host tonight, speaker, and uh, glad to be here. And we're continuing teaching uh, one of our biblical courses. Uh, that came from Harvard Bible School, it's and what it is, the character of God. And uh, tonight, I'm going to continue on. Uh, we're going to be talking about the, the name, his one of his names, Jehovah. And so, so I think I'm going to do a quick overview with all of you uh, from where we started the introduction. Uh, out of John chapter 17, verse 6, he says, I have manifest your name to men whom you have given me out of the world. And they were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. This is Jesus, uh, the Father speaking uh, and telling, talking to Jesus about what he had given him in the manifest through his name. One of the most universal topics that we're talking about tonight so is good. knowing God. And so the character of God gives you an insight into knowing who God is. And so when I talk about knowing God and understanding the character of God, I like to bring the reference of many of us have favorite fans. We're fans of our favorite stars, particularly whether it be the movies, basketball, football, whatever that we know their name. We may know their statistics, their stats. We know all about them. But what we the truth be told, we don't know them. We've not had a real experience in terms of relationship. And so tonight I want to continue on and getting to knowing God and why that's so important. Having that relationship with God, making it personal. You know, I talk to people all the time about prayer. Prayer is nothing more than a simple communication with God. You know, you can pray an elaborate prayer with big names and big words, but I don't think God would be impressed. But I think He would be impressed if you just communicated with Him down to earth, conversation like you would have with a good friend. And so, that's what I'm talking about by knowing God. And so, uh, as we talked about it, we had uh, gone through a, a series of things through the introduction. And then we talked about God's unchanging ways. And God's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And that he will continue on. And I love the word of God because I can relate a word of God that was written over 2,000 years ago. Perfect to me today. Uh, I love it. You can't exhaust it because it continues to give off revelation and give out revelation to you as you study and spend time in it and with him. According to scripture, says without faith it's impossible to please God. Then it goes on and says, he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So the more time you seek looking for him, knocking on his door, the more doors he opens on your behalf. So again, um, you know, understanding these truths about his unchanging word and how he doesn't change. So that was one of the topics we spoke about weeks ago. And so tonight, again, I said we're going to talk about Jehovah. Last week we talked about Elohim. And so tonight this is the second name we need to consider. And it's Jehovah, which is translated Lord, capital L. So you may have a little difficulty wondering how you can say Lord is Jehovah, and then you say Lord is Ananias, and say these are Ananias and Ananias was also another word used for Lord. But when you look at them in the Strong's Dictionary and their concordance, the way they're written and how they're used, they're totally different. So the only solution is for you to look for the word Lord in your concordance, so you will see the difference. Under the word Lord, you will find some numbers, and so in the columns. And the scriptures, and this is what goes to the studies a little further and gone how to record it to follow up on it. You'll find the number in the Hebrew section of the Kabul Concordance, and it will say Jehovah. When you find the number 113 or 136 behind the scripture, you'll discover that it says Ananias or Ananias. So, but tonight we're going to be talking about Jehovah. And why am I talking about these different names? We talked about character. In understanding God, uh, who He is, how He operates. Well, there's hundreds of names for God that were given to Him throughout the ages by people. And why are they giving these names? Well, 
It was the character of God, it was the things that he was doing at that time that gave them the name. See, names usually depict who you are. So, if, in, in when we saw Elohim, we saw him in his power. We saw him working in his might, right? But in Jehovah, we're going to see him as Lord. And so, uh, <clears throat> and this is so important. So, again, when we're going through these series of names, you will start to get to know God because there's a time when God was in your life, he was Elohim. There's going to be a time if you get, as you get to spend time with God, Jesus is going to be Lord. And so and that's Jehovah. And I don't want to Jeff because that's powerful. Mm -hmm. But again, these different names are different attributes in which he displays at different times in your life. Amen. 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 <clears throat> that's where I'm talking about getting to know God <clears throat> and understanding him in a different manner. So Jehovah, Jehovah depicts one who is being loved is righteousness also. So he must therefore judge evil wherever it exists and whatever the cause and whether the man or the creator. So the difference between Jehovah and Elohim, one of the very being involved in a covenant relationship which could never be broken. Did you hear that? This covenant relationship could never be broken. How do I know? Well, I'm just like you. Many of us have failed, fallen short, yet God still loves us. And that's not an excuse for greedy grace, but I want to encourage you that as you get to know him and walk with him, that you can get beyond that, you know, to learn even something you need to learn even to forgive yourself. Because with that, you can know that when God forgave you, then you need to forgive yourself so that you can move on and get out of that place where you were stuck. Hallelujah. It's very easy to stay stuck. Yes. The enemy would love <clears throat> for us to stay stuck. Excuse me. And I need a support. So the difference I said in Jehovah, uh, in, in Elohim, there, you'll see uh, that his love, the unchanging un God, who himself yeah. is a perfect love, God contains his appearance with very classy and contrasting aspects aspect and character of himself, either in love or truth, as Elohim or Jehovah. And I used to say this, you know, looking up at the sky or, or staring out at the ocean, sometimes when you can look out far beyond the ocean and you can't see an end, you know, it just looks like it goes on forever. You know, uh, like the, the, the eternity pool, it just looks like it just goes on forever. You know, well, that's God. If you looked up at the sky and, you know, just see the sky, his love is just that bright, that, that vast. You know, you just can't see an end to it. It just continues on. You know, and I, I believe that that's the image of God that I'd like you to pick and get on the inside of you tonight and see that it's love. So listen, John tells us God is love. This is what he absolutely is, but in the expression of that, love we learn that love is also righteous. Wow. A father and a mother have unchanging love and illustrated the first, Elohim, a love which cannot change in spite of the fault or the failure, which I just shared with you. I don't know about you, but I'm a parent, and those of you that are parents, you know, your child may have come home and your child may have done something or where, you know, they deserve to spank you. But when you got done spanking them, you felt bad, but then you, you loved them. Well, the next day, you went back and the spanking was over, but you loved them because they're your child. They're part of you. It was something that you were at, uh, having the, uh, the participation in bringing into this world, uh, which is uh, extremely glorifying uh, to those who love their kids. So that, that's something that we do. But again, that love is unchanging. We had to get past last night and move on to today. Well, I believe that you sing about God, you know, and he said that to you and I. Uh, because we were guilty, we were undeserving, yet his love uh, never changed. His original purpose and plan for our lives and destiny is still on, in, in place. And every day that we move towards getting to know him in a greater way and participating with him is a greater opportunity to become what he called me to be. I say this to, to everybody I know. So one thing is, uh, quitting is not an option. 
I, I don't like quitting and letting anyone that gives up because I can guarantee you a quitter gets nothing. But if you continue in, you have an opportunity to pass. And a miracle can even take place in those processes. Wow. That's a place where God can move. See, beyond your ability, now God's ability can step in. That's the part of it. When you get to know him, you'll know that that's possible. I, I just, it's old. I, I discovered I don't have to be the greatest in anything. But one of the things is if I develop my relationship with the great God, it's possible I turn out to be the greatest. Right. Hello, somebody. I'm saying, become why? He's behind me. He's with me. He's in me. And so he can open doors and opportunities that you can't. He can bring you before people that you would never have the opportunity to get before. I, I believe he's doing that in my life today. And, and many others that you'll check in. Why? I've gotten to the place of my relationship with God and getting to know him. So I'm encouraging everybody tonight. Don't and that doesn't make me perfect. Because I don't declare to be perfect. But I tell you, I want the imperfection mm -hmm. to get there because of what? His word and my relationship with him. Don't quit. Mm. But if your child rebels and deceives and becomes unfaithful, there will be a breach of love. They must be, uh, as it is, it may pain them, but part of them that judge the evil, for they do, for if they do not, they, they're in any way condone the child's evil, evil doing. And so, you know, my children have, have done different things and had different experiences, but at the end of the day, I continue to love on them, but I would also give them a word of wisdom to encourage them to. Uh, whatever that reaction of history, uh, disobedience may have been, to encourage them how to see for it, before it, and beyond it. Amen? Amen. God is perfect love, and he must be a God of truth. And this is so important. When you get to know God as a God of love, and by the way, I am not talking about phileo love, that's friendship love. Okay? Uh, I, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, a mushy love. I'm, I'm talking about a dope love. Real love. And a love that's not because of what I did, but because of who I am to him. That love surpasses anything. Because this love is so great and it's so powerful. You know, he thought of us and created a world. And he wanted to place us in it and gave us authority over it. Because no other being other than mankind has the likeness of God in them and their ability. So we are the ones creating the world around us and what we do. You know, uh, I, I, I always uh, think of the animals, and I happen to live in a place where there's a lot of animals, right? And uh, you know, and they were there before we were there. And uh, we come out, and I, I tell my wife all the time, they more scared of you than you are of, of us should be of them. Because they, they just want to run. They don't really want to attack you. Uh, they're hungry, and if you go feed them something, they'll be more than that again. But they're not coming after you. Uh, because again, they look at you, man, they understand who he is. Order. And many of them have been hunted. Order. And so they understand the order in which God created and placed so that, you know, when they see, you know, I was out this morning, I'm perfect example. There were five deer out there. And my dog was about this big. Right? They just looked at him like, really? You know, but, uh, and, and my dog was fucking that, that pool a little bit. Then I see, he just went on, she went on about her business. But uh, the other deer just uh, looked at me. Checked me out, noticed I didn't come after them, and they didn't come after me. They went on about their way. The babies ran across the street, then they came back, said, Mom ain't moved. So she stood there, you know, because again, she's become acquainted, and again, but again, she knew I wasn't hunting her. But she understood who I was, and so she wouldn't come to bother me either. And my point is here that God, God placed an order in place, and He told us to have dominion and rule over. Everything, the fish of the sea, the cattle, everything. 
And his agape love. We, we were called to do that. We were called to be in that place. And so this perfect love was extended to us. But now I got to understand God's truth. What is God's truth? Because this is the biggest area of, of instability in our world today is using the word truth. We've come into the era that what is true or what should be true may not be true. We're, we're working with artificial intelligence uh, today. We have all kinds of things that go, I can put your face and put you in a place you have never been. There's things that they can do and you know, understand. You have it, uh, AI write a story, a TV chat write a story about you that doesn't know you. All kinds of things are possible today that were not possible in the future. So the, the end, so our problem is when people believe everything they read on the internet. Now, one of the things I learned in college and studying and references, you had to support your idea. You had to be able to reference it and go back and do research to support whether it was true or not. Oh, hello, somebody. So the Bible is well over 2,000 years. Still New York bestseller. They tried to burn it. They tried to bury it. They tried many ways of destroying it. Yet it still, in fact, today, it is in uh, so many different languages, I don't even have a number. And the latest one is uh, that, 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 that is in a, through a, uh, a solar one that actually reads back to natives in their language. Oh yeah, they, you know, missionary has gone a lot further than what you saw. In, in, you know, on television many years ago. Um, but that's because the gospel has to reach places where you and I may not get to see. But this is about God's love and truth. And so, because that's important too, because his word has to get to all the world in order for them to hear it before it can change. Yet, yet I'm always wondering how it's going to get there. Well, he's already providing the way his love and his truth is going through the breaking barrier and crossing bridges far beyond our lives. All right. So let's let's view the first need of God. Uh, need of God is to see Him as Elohim. So that's one of the words that we supposed to first talk about. So in, as Elohim, now we're talking about Jehovah tonight. But I first see him as Elohim. The second name that I'm referring to is Jehovah tonight. But Elohim, when you see the word El in front of it's significant to God's power, God's authority, God's strength. Okay? So Elohim is chiefly see the one who loves work and oversees all of it. And the one who is, will prevail, whatever the hindrance is. There's nothing that can stop God as Elohim. He's the creator of heaven and earth, the universe. And so nothing can hinder God. Nothing is out of order, doesn't work, or can't work when it comes to God, because he'll speak to it, and there it is. All right? So God begins his revelation with his name. So to fully know God, something more of this is needed. Without revelation of Jehovah, there will be no proper knowledge of the righteousness of sin. So if I don't know him as a God of love and glory, then sin will not have any meaning to me. This is why sin is prevalent in our world today. Because many do not know who God is. This is why it's so prevalent. So here we are now, living in a world of what was right could be wrong, and what is wrong will be called right. Because they don't know who God is. That's a, a big factor in what's going on today and why we're in the world we are. This is why tonight, all of you that are watching me, why this is so important for me to teach this and talk to you about it because I want you to prevail. We, you would need to, by the way, all the things that's going on, we was told that they would happen, right? But the Bible says, don't be troubled. In other words, don't get so locked up and concerned about it. 
But when you know who you are, and you know who he is, yes, you can be okay. That's important. How do I manage? How do I manage through a storm? You know, one of the greatest things is to be able to know the storm hit and then walk out and my house is okay. Mm. Hello, and I'm talking about this house. Yes, sir. Yes, to know that it's still okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right? Amen. But you got to get revelation. So the name Jehovah emerges from the first time in conjunction with the name Elohim. In Genesis 2 4. So listen, in Genesis 2 4, y'all, you got your Bible for this. The, the history of the heavens and the earth, and then they were created. And in the day of the Lord, God made the earth and the heavens. So here you see Lord and his power at work at the same time. Right? So here, listen, Jehovah is most frequently enjoyed made by far the Old Testament appearing 6,823 times. Now, many of y'all say, well, I read the Bible, but I didn't see it there. The reference of the word is the Hebrew word, okay, or then whether it was in Greek, was referring to the word Jehovah, Lord. You see the word, so we see it as the English word that we know, Western word. So this is why the conjunction of everything, we didn't understand it, because we see the word capital L-O-R-D. Okay, but then if we look at the context in which it is used, is it used as Lord or Elohim or Ananiah? And so again, remember getting to know God, I have to have an understanding of who he is and what he's done and what he's doing, and then make it personal. What's he doing in my life? Is he Elohim creating and forming and fashioning and making doing something magnificent in my life? Or is he just Lord where he's loving me, caring for me, and guiding me? How do I decipher the difference? The experience. That's why our relationship is so, so important. We're going to continue on. Okay, so the name Jehovah derives from the Hebrew verb Hava, to be or being. To be or being. So when we read the name Jehovah or Lord, noted in capital letters in our Bible, we must think of the terms of being for existence and life, describing Jehovah as being who he is, absolutely self-existing, right? The one who himself possesses eternal life, permanent existence. All the names that occur in the scriptures are derived from his work, which is what I've been saying all along, except for one, and that is the word Jehovah. Jehovah's name, personality of God, is distinctly expressed because it's love. But did he express love? Yes, he did. But he was love already, and he was self-existing already. He was being already before we ever came on the scene. So here, in, in Exodus 3.13 and 15, then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say, say to them, The God of your father, has sent me to you. And they say unto me, What is his name? <laughs> I love this. And shall they say to them, And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you say unto the children of Israel, I am sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, That the Lord God your father, and the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all the generations. God's translation of I am that I am is the one who is and what he is. When I talk to you about him being, existence. And so here it says here, the one who is what he is. I am what you need when you I don't know about you, but I need I am in my life. I want to know him like that. Okay. Uh, that's a simple term. That's an easy one for me to stay connected to. Because that's the, the way I see life in the world. I need I am present with me. I don't need a MasterCard in my wallet. I need God in my wallet. I need I am with me. <laughs> 
It is the expression of true being through his though though through him though he is love, he must also be just and holy. For evil is not true to his being. Now this is important. So because God represents love, evil itself is not true to his being, yet evil, he has saw it, he has confronted it. And he knows it's in existence. In fact, most of you don't want to hear this, but in order to create the world that he created, the balance of evil is a part of it. It's the other part of the equation that balances the world. Yet his intention for you and I was not to know evil. It wasn't until we brought in a disobedience in the dark. That's when we expose and we have opened the door for evil to come in and be good so that we can see it. And then once we can see it, we also participate in it. That's where it happens. So in fact, it really opened the door and I want to use the term here for order and disorder. And when we had disorder in place, it was those were the things that would start to affect us through darkness and evil. And so, by the way, um, we all know that the enemy of the devil, uh, who is the first person to commit sin, he committed in the heaven and kicked out, and he became the prince of the airways. And being the prince of the airways was the airways is what dominates over the earth. And so he had access. Okay. Right where he was going to place them. All right, let's continue on. So I, I hope this is helping somebody to talk about the name of Jehovah tonight, getting to know the names and the character of God, just to help develop the relationship with God. Uh, because you'll you start to understand like how some of the times he has been with you and how some of the times he has kept you. Maybe some of the times where you didn't quite see your life the way he is, he is, he, he, it turned out to be. You know, one of the greatest things you can do today is lots of times we can find more important and look back over our lives and say, well, if we had done this, if we had done this, you know, where would we be? Maybe this. But I start thinking about God's love. I start thinking about some of the places I was. And to see where I am today, I am so grateful that there is a God that loved me, that cared for me, and that he was Jehovah Jireh, my provider, when I didn't know what I needed myself. When I didn't know what to do for myself, he did. When I didn't know how to get out of the circumstance, he did. So that's that's the God I'm talking about tonight. He is that Lord, that loving one, uh, that self-being, and he's there. Um, and I, I have no problem sharing that tonight because you know it's by his love and his grace and his mercy that I can say my life is good today. My life, my life is great because God is there. Fight of a troubled world, and trouble is always around us. In fact, the scripture tells us every time I go to do good, evil is not far behind. So I have to stay focused on doing good because evil always trying to catch up and get in. It's always there. But again, it's love. So Jehovah there. So in the name of Jehovah is the personality of God that is distinctly expressed. So when we talked about uh, the origin and the meaning of the name Jehovah, are expressly brought out in a relationship to Israel and Moses at the burning bush. And so there, that relationship, and God is looking at the bush, y'all know the story there in Exodus chapter 3, verse 13. Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your father has sent me to you, and they will say to me, what is his name? And then he goes on to express, tell them that I am. But there, he also told Moses to speak to that bush, the burning bush. And the bush was an olive tree that was not producing, it did not have any olives on it. 
but it was in season. God will give this in a minute. Because here the tree was perpetrating to be something that it was not. It was supposed to be an olive tree, and in season it was supposed to produce olive. But there were no olives on the tree. And so Jesus speaks to the tree and, and tells it that uh, you won't be there when I return. Moses sees the tree burning in the burning bush uh, in, in process, and it's burning in the process, but that it wasn't consumed. It was still in position uh, there. And so some of the same things, we have been in sin and been in different places, yet we were not consumed. And his relationship and his love with us was to keep us to, and, and hopes of that we would see him in a greater way and change from our ways to his way. So this is where it's leading, and that's what one of the things we love should be able, should be persuasive and should be able to do. And so here, you know, he goes on to express his true being through his love, and he also uh, also be just and holy for evil. For evil is not true to his being. And in Exodus six two through four, God spoke to Moses and said to him, "I am Lord." And he appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and he said the same thing. The Lord Jehovah, was I not known to them? Verse 4, I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of the Canaanite, of Canaan, and the land of the, the, the pilgrimage in which they were strangers. In other words, he gave them something that they came into and was able to declare, yet they were strangers in the land. They had to show up at a place that they were not known at, and they became, they became theirs. I've got a revelation out of that about your life. That there's some things in your life that God wants to reveal and unveil to you that you didn't necessarily earn, but if you'll take a step of faith to get to where He wants you to go, He will open up the door and the opportunity for you to see it. And if you can see it, you can become it. And I think that that's so important that you got to know that who it is is providing it for you. And so knowing God is again coming back to that. Uh, is he Jehovah Jireh, your provider? Is he Jehovah Rapha? So there's some other conductive words I will add to later on and understanding uh, who he is and what he's doing at that time. Okay. And so we'll get to that. So the holiness of Jehovah is magnified throughout the Old Testament. It's for the Lord of righteousness. He loves righteousness. His countenance he holds up right. <clears throat> it is in this righteousness, Jehovah, against which man sins. Uh, uh, again, uh, which is man sin. In this righteousness, Jehovah, Jehovah, whose holiness is thus violated and outraged, must be condemned and punished with unrighteousness. It is, it is Jehovah who pronounces judgment and meets out punishment. Now, in a sense, you could get in the Old Testament writings, you can see that people thought you're the big bad God is But it's love. He's just trying to deal with sin, but it's love. Yeah, it's it's going to come not so judgment. He's so giving us a warning. And maybe you know, so we just do it right through uh, Facebook. Uh, allow we something to happen. Get in the hard drive. To bring us back into that, the relationship with him. So, so again, we just pull the clips. Just the cameras and the quality. Let's pull the clips from there. But eventually, we do want to do that. I'm just going to get the right equipment for that. Listen, it says in Jeremiah 3, 31, 3, The Lord has appeared unto all of the saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn you. I believe that today. I believe that about all of the challenges, all of the struggles I've been through to get out yes, sir. has been based on his love. Amen. It was his love that continued. Even when I didn't make the right decision. Amen. His love protected me. Yes. His love kept my mind stayed on. His love brought me out. Yes. His love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Like I can't, and I don't even know how to express it, yet I know it to be true. And again, it's through 
um, the knowledge of knowing him, the relationship that I've been able to establish, that I've discovered that it was him. Mm. Through studying. You know, there's things in life that, that can happen within our lives that we don't even know um, the effects of what it could do. You know, uh, I, I look back over my life and, and when I was a young boy, uh, my father made me be the paper boy. And I look back and we talk about, because I didn't understand my father, and I didn't understand his love. And, uh, you know, he was, he was tough. My father was, a, was an ex fighter. And uh, through that process, though, you know, he seemed a little tough. He's a good guy and he loves me because I know it now, but at least I didn't know it then. And uh, being a paper boy uh, in North Philadelphia was not necessarily a, a pleasant thing, more thing than I thought was cool, because I wanted to be cool. Uh, but I had to be a paper boy. I learned how to count money. I learned how to talk to people. I learned how to do business. I had to be diligent, get up early in the morning. Yes, I learned a lot of things that I didn't even know I was learning. Yes, sir. Yes, they were there. But more than that, I to tell you something. So in, in the city when I was growing up, there's lots of people got robbed in the GP. But nobody ever touched me. And it took me 40 years to figure out that the love of my father had already gone through and he had shared in the neighborhood and with the people who knew that I was his son. Go ahead. Don't touch him. Go ahead, Dad. That's the love I'm talking about from the Father above. There's some things that he's already established yes, and put in place. Come on. That he's already put the word Come on, come on. The enemy may try, but oh. you know, at the end of the day, don't touch them. You can't have a life. Oh. You can't. So, because I'm saying, I know a whole lot of people down here for a whole lot left, yet I'm still here. And it had to be behind because of his love, because I can't figure out why. Somebody say, but God. But God. And, and so I know. Um, and through all the afflictions, he was afflicted. And the angels of his presence saved them. And his love and his pity redeemed them. And he bore them and carried them. All the days until, you know, I'm, I, again, getting in that relationship, understanding God's God of love, um, that he's not the big bad God of me, but, you know, he said what he said, he meant what he said, and he would want you to follow what he said. But you've got to practice and try to move on. How can I do that? And so that's the key to our success in our lives, is that the more we walk with God, the more we talk with God, the more he reveals, the more we start to understand, the more we can do. So, which is the key to our success in walking with God. Because He knows all things, I don't. Okay? He knows why it didn't work. He knows why, where the trouble came from. But I'm going to need His insight, His covering, His protection, His love to deal, to deal with it. So, while Jehovah is in holiness, we must condemn, He's also love For sure. that His love must redeem. So he gonna call wrong wrong, but redeeming is taking back what belonged to him and making it better. I tell a little bit on how old I am. You know, we grew up and we used to turn the Coca Cola bottles back in, and you turn the Coca Cola bottle back in by redeeming it. So we would collect them, and so you might have paid fifty cents for it, right? But if you turn the bottle back in, you would get a nipple. So we would put them back in the case. And then at the end of the week, or the end of whatever we finished them off, we'd take it back to the store and they'd count them up. If you had 24 there, you got a dollar twenty. And you had a dollar twenty towards another case or whatever it was you wanted to do. So you redeemed them. So they bought their bottles back that you had already bought. But what happened to the bottle? This is the redemptive process. We'll give y'all a clear understanding. So through the redemptive process, the Coca-Cola company would come and pick those bottles back up from whatever retail stores they had distributed them to, and they'd take them back. They'd take them back to do what? They'd take them back to their plant. 
And what did they do? They would disinfect them. Disinfect them would clean up all the germs and the dirt off of them, right? And then they would take them and uh, bring them back to a process and clean them out and have them all ready. And then they would refill them with what? The Coca-Cola product. And then they would put a lid on them and seal it. Oh, somebody get this in a minute. <laughs> they would seal it and then get ready and then put it back out of the store. So they what? Sell it again. It's a process. Over, over again. How about God redeeming us to use on his behalf? But we gotta allow himself to go through the process to get cleaned up. You go pick up but his love is in place. And he says, He loves you so much, he filled you back up again. Oh, but he not only filled you without sealing you. Then he put a cap on you, cover you, conceal you, to protect you. For what? So that you don't get contaminated. Somebody did that man. Jehovah is holiness. He seeks to bring man back into fellowship with himself. Whenever the name Jehovah appears after man has fallen, we see Jehovah as ever seeking restoration, restoring. I love that we serve a re-God. Re-God redoes what he did already. I got to do it again to get it right. Genesis 6, 22. Thus Noah did according to all that God commanded him. So he said, Elohim covenant, sign of God. Here, Noah did all according to the Lord commanded him. Jehovah. See that? That's all that the Lord commanded him. All that Jehovah commanded him. So love is in Jehovah. Does not forsake fallen man. The Holy Spirit continues to restore man. Even in a period like this, utter corruption. We hear some great stories. And then there's testimonies. I don't want to use the word just stories. Of God taking somebody from a really bizarre circumstance and situation and turning their life completely around. I'm grateful to God today that God loves me. The change has changed my life. And I can see him in a greater way, knowing that he is the God of love. He is my I am. He is I am to me. Everything I need. And so, not sharing Jehovah, Lord, being, presence, you know, God of love. This is what we're talking about tonight. And so, I'm, I'm almost done and I'm going to finish with this. So, so the love Jehovah does not forsake fallen man. Is the Holy Spirit continues to restore man, even in the period of utter corruption. It is Jehovah that is manifested itself in the act of deliverance and redemption that explains and reveals what is contained in his wonderful name. Exodus 34, 5 through 7. And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed before him, verse 6, and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord of the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long suffering and abounding in goodness and truth. Keep mercy, verse 7. Keep mercy for a thousand, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, by no means clearing the guilty and visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children of the children's children. To the third and fourth generation. That's a love that keeps extending. That's a love that keeps going. That's a love that keeps going pursuing. That's a love that's gone beyond what we could even imagine. <coughs> Thank you for God's love. Thank you for who He is and His holiness. Amen. So I'm going to leave us with this. God swears by his holiness. And so knowing God uh, as Lord, I'm going to leave you next week.
we will continue on um, this this seven spot uh, Bible class and we're going to continue to teach about the covenant uh, relationship with us, sorry uh, not the covenant but the character of God I'm changing my words but the character of God and understanding his name so the different names and understanding so next week we will teach Jehovah in his holiness so that's what we'll carry on for um, and I want to give you so please you need to take notes of characters because we're going to be just depicting him in different aspects so the name was Lord in love right but next week Jehovah in holiness and so again the characteristic of who he is and what he's doing at that point in time and by the way he will be all of these things in your life at some period of time all the names that he has he will be which all comes down to I am what you need when you need it and doesn't get any better than that but again that's the name that you and I can fix or say you know when it may not sound uh, really uh, awesome or a Hebrew word or Greek word but it's an English word that makes sense to me amen it should make sense to you that you develop that relationship with him so I want to end there tonight I pray that uh, understanding in me as Jehovah, uh, Lord, and the being of uh, Helen, and the difference between him and uh, Lord Jehovah and Lord Elohim, and understanding them. So my hopes again is that you got some great understanding tonight. But I want to invite you out. I also open the door for those of you that have some questions. I uh, would love to send in, you know, send some questions so that we can answer them as well. Um, I'd be more than happy to do that. I'd like to hear from you to know um, how we can express. Maybe talk about developing that relationship, understanding him as Jehovah, um, uh, understanding him as Elohim. You know, uh, you know, however the relationship goes and experiences. And I will continue on. There are numerous numbers we're going to get that are key to understanding the character of God. A lot of the other ones are derivative. Well, they derive from these main ones that I'm, that I'm going to be bringing out. Okay? So my prayer is that you'll continue to tune in. We want to invite you in. I want to invite you out. Come here. 1101 Delaware Street in Newcastle, Delaware to our new facility. Uh, we're here. We're going to be here every Wednesday night. Uh, we'll continue to teach. Uh, I'm prepared that even if I'm not here, i got a team of ministers that will continue to carry the work forward. So I'm inviting you out to be a part of this. Also, as we continue on, remember the gospel is free, but ministry costs something. And so we want to do, believe God that continue to sow into the ministry work here. Uh, as we carry the gospel into all the world, that is our endeavor. So those places, the doors that we open on our behalf, we want to take the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, to, to wherever he sends us. So we can use your support, we can use your help. Be coming up on the screen shortly. For those of you that could support us, we need to do that. You can join us by giving at our website. You can download our QR code and do it there. Um, there's just a number of ways. You can mail a check in the old-fashioned way. Um, right here to 1101 Delaware Street, Newcastle, Delaware, 19720. Come out and visit us as well. We invite you out to Sunday morning, uh, 10.30 service. I'm excited about this Sunday. You know, we celebrate uh, Veterans Day on Saturday. But beyond that, I want to talk about the Sabbath wars, the greatest wars going on right here. Amen. The battlefield of democracy. And that's what we're going to talk about this Sunday. God bless you. Look forward to seeing you soon. I hope to see you in the house this Sunday, 10.30. Have a great day. Yeah, so that goes into the, the screen that we have on the um where it's um Sean. Collect this mic, I'll be right here. Okay. No, I got
Like it's later. I was like seven. I think I seen. I seen at one time was seven people. Yeah, seven, seven to nine people. Right now, but. They what happens is they look on on like like tomorrow or the next day, you know. So by the end of the week, you're hitting like a hundred views. Right. That's how it increases. Yeah. People don't like go automatically on there. They right. watch it tonight, tomorrow. So it counts everybody that clicks it. Oh wow! What happened? Oh, uh, he watched the game. <laughs> the thing you I'm my... to what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> who they playing? Philly? No, Victor. I'm a young. What's his name? Oh, oh, San Antonio. Yeah. How do you open this? Oh, how do you turn this off? So it's on the side. These two. Oh. Yeah, I got you. What I do, hold it off? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still charge it. Or you keep his cord this way. So I keep his right. Eventually, it's going to, um, all the mice is going to be in there, but right there. Yeah, so I, I went to the, the logo so it wouldn't be like a hard end of the video. It was like a little transition to like a picture or something. Okay. And then um, finish, you know, end of the live from there. And then he said,